All About Compression, Episode 4. Hello, my name is Jarrell Austin. Welcome back at IUPUI, and I'm owner of Final Stage Entertainment, a music production company. I'm glad you guys have tuned back in today. And remember, this is a podcast about compression. If you're a novice at understanding compression and knowing how to manipulate compression um, the way the professionals are doing it, then you want to make sure you tune in. And also that you tuned in to episode one, episode two and three that we've done over the last past three weeks. All right. So on last week, we discussed the kick drum. I gave a quick understanding of the kick drum and how it sounds with the compression. Hopefully by the end of this uh, series, you'll have a very good understanding of what compressors do and how you can manipulate them to give you the sound that you're looking for. All right. So let's get started back again with the kick drum. Let's hear the track in its entirety first. Okay, so I'm going to solo the kick drum and we're going to listen to the compression that I've put on it on last week. Let's hear just the kick drum. All right, now I'm going to bypass it. It got a little dead, didn't it? You can't hear the full decay. There's no pumping effect that we've created um, as we talked about before, which is the most important part of using the compression. You want to allow the compressor to breathe or the instrument that you're using the compression on, you want to allow it to breathe a little bit. In order for it to breathe, you will have to adjust the attack time and you'll have to adjust the release time ratio and the threshold at just the right setting. And we went over this before. So again, let's hear it in active. All right, and let's hear it bypass. Yes, the life is gone out of it. And I and when you A being it, you're not hearing much of a volume difference because I don't want to fool your ears. Um, so that's important as well. So we're gonna leave that kick along and we're gonna go into the snare drum. All right, let's hear the snare drum in solo without a compressor on it. All right, basic. Now let's listen to the compressor and I've already tweaked it to my liking. So let's listen to the ending of that. We'll go back and we'll try to regenerate that same exact setting. Well, I'm not gonna memorize the setting. I wanna play it by ear. All right, so here's again, without the compressor. Here it is with the compressor engaged. Different sound, listen again. Bypassed. Less active. Now, you might not even know what to listen to. It's very important. Listen to 
the release at this moment. I want to get you familiar with the release. So when I say release, that means listen to the end of the, the decaying of the sound. This is active. This is bypassed. Right here is decaying much faster. Listen to the decay of the sound, the ending of the snare hit. It's decaying fast, so it's going pop, pop. Here's the one with it, with it active. This one has a longer decay, so you're hearing pop, pop. You're hearing a little, I'm, I'm trying to make the sound of the, the backside of the, of the snare drum. You got your initial hit and then you got the sound after that, the ambient sound or the, the snare, the bristle at the bottom of the snare too. So just listen closely again. Here is with the compressor engaged. Here is with the bypassed. It's cutting off much quicker. You're not allowing the snare drum to breathe. All right, so let's see what did I do. I'm going to go back and reset the entire compressor the same exact way that I want you to do it. Let's go through it. I'm going to start with my release setting. It doesn't matter about the attack right now. We're only going to set the compressor. How we set the compressor, we're going to chase this release button and we're going to move it all the way as fast as you can get it. And then you're going to bring the ratio up as high as you can get it. So I'm using an R compressor, which is Renaissance compressor. And I have a ratio of 50 to 1. Now you want to get your threshold. You don't want to go all the way down. Listen to how the snare sounds when you push the threshold all the way down. Now listen to it with the threshold all the way where there's, you're not even allowing the compressor to kick. So we're going to move the threshold, not all the way to the bottom, but it's, you know, close to where you know you're getting way past the signal because you do want to exaggerate the sound. So here we go with the snare drum engaged to release is all the way over to the fastest level, which I don't know if that's left or right or if you have a knob um, and it's right or left because some compressors is backwards. I won't say backwards, but it's designed differently. All right. So I got the release as fast as I can get it. The ratio as high as I can get it. The threshold to where I'm, I know I'm getting past the signal. All right. So let's hear it. All right, so we're going to start off. The first thought that you want to have is what type of tone do you want to generate from the compressor? Tone is first. So I'm going to push my attack all the way to the as fast as it can get. All right, I'm going to move the attack as fast as I can get it. So let's hear what that sounds like. This is a good thing here um, because the sound that I wanted you to hear earlier is this sound here. The decay of the sound. That's the decay of the sound because I got the compressor starting so fast that it's actually compressing the initial transient. It's not allowing the transient to come through. And that's not what we want to do. We always want the transient to come through on a snare drum or you're just compressing it too much and you're not going to bring life to that party. So... Let's listen again. I'm sorry to get off, but I just want you to know that's the decay portion that I want you to hear in the snare when I say listen to the release earlier on. So we'll go back to that. 
All right. So you don't want to make the attack too fast because if you do such a thing, this is what's happening. I'll dial it back a little and you'll hear um, the transit start to come through. Here we go. And it's coming back now. It took a minute. At first you heard a little thump at first. Let's go back to where that thump was. It's so fast it doesn't even sound like a snare drum. This is why I said it changes the tone of a sound. This It does it to any sound that you're manipulating. Good thing. So we're going to listen to what I like. So I'm going to pick a snare. I'm going to go until I get the snare to sounding the way out, the tone that I'm looking for. I wasn't looking at the numbers as I was moving. I was listening just to the snare drum. I'll do it one more time just to show you what I mean. I'll even close my eyes just to make sure you understand. I'm only trying to hear it. So starting with the attack very fast. I'm just moving the knobs. Alright, that time I think I got it at about 85 before I realized, yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. Alright, so as we go from here, let's move to the release. We got the first part, the tone of the snare. Alright, now let's move to the release section, which is, remember, the decay sound I wanted you to hear earlier and I played it. I'll do it again, just so you're familiar with it. I'm going to move the attack back to as fast as I can get it. Listen to this sound. That's the sound I want you to listen for. All right. And here we go with the release section. Let's play it. And what I'm doing again is I'm listening for the decay of that sound. I want it to breathe. So if the track is playing. Boom, ka, boom, ka, boom, ka. In between the snare hitting, I need to hear the compressor breathing, making the snare breathe. All right. So let's solo that and start getting a breathing effect. This is a very fast release. All right. All I'm doing is moving the knobs to where I'm hearing it breathe. Here we go. Adjusting the release to where we're getting the pump effect. And it, it's, it's taking me a while. I think I found a spot here. Now, after I got the release setting the way I like it, now it's time to get the ratio in. All right, here we go. Adjusting the ratio. It's at 50 to 1 at the moment.
now this with this I'm listening for um, the thinness or thickness of a sound when I'm dealing with the ratio also similar to the attack the way I listen to or what I'm listening for in that regard let's put the ratio one-to-one -one so you can hear what I'm what I mean by that here is the ratio at one-to-one -one, which means nothing's really happening that's the sound of the snare drum here is the snare drum at ratio 50 to 1 it's a big difference one sounds a little fuller and the other doesn't alright again 50 to 1 alright so I need something in between that that's gonna allow me to continue to get the pump that I feel in the track let me adjust again I think I'm choosing four, four and a half to one, uh, 4.5 to one. All right, so I've gotten that portion done. Let's listen to the threshold. I'm getting about 13 decibels of gain reduction because I'm changing my knob with the threshold. All right, so I want to get this to where I'm somewhere around four and a half, four or five in um, the re gain reduction. So here we go. All right, that's about it there. Now, let's AB the compressor and see if there's anything I did do, or maybe my ears are fooling me. All right, so here is without compression. All right, here is with compression engaged. To make it even easier, what I'll do is every four snare hits, I'll switch to a different compressor. So we'll start with the compressor engaged. Here we go. Bypass. Switch. Switch. Active. Bypass. Active. All right. I'm spending time here because I want you to hear the difference. All these little things that I'm making, all the changes that I'm making, they're very subtle. They're very, very subtle. But just think about how many pieces of a puzzle you'll have when you're in a track. And it could very well be over 75 track stems that you may have. And so as you're making basic adjustments, to each individual instrument you're making small changes but overall there are huge very huge changes all right so let's hear this whole thing in the mix Okay, now hopefully that made sense. When I did the same exact thing with the kick drum, the same exact thing with the snare drum. Let's take a listen to just the drums.
All right, so without the cowbell is happening, there are some bungos happening in there. And I would do the same thing, compressing it with the same idea in mind. You first set your release as fast as you can get it. Get your ratio as high as you can get it. Get your thresholds far down enough to where you're getting a great deal of compression gain reduction um, happening in the track. Make sure you change your makeup gain. And you didn't do this with every last one of them. All right, that just about covers everything for today. Again, my name is Jarrell Austin at IUPUI, owner of Final Stage Entertainment, and you've just listened to episode four of All About Compression. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week.